Welcome to Fire and Security Chat, brought to you by Corson Fire and Security, where we talk about the technology and equipment used to protect and secure life and property. I'm your host, Aaron Whitaker, and today I'm with Tyler Rice, Director of Learning and Development at the Corson Training Center. Tyler, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Aaron. On today's episode, I'll be talking to Tyler about the Corson Training Center in Indianapolis, Indiana. One of the things that Corson is really well known for that we try to tout and we try to kind of push out is that we have great training. We have great, our technicians are uh, highly trained and, you know, that you can kind of trust us, uh, that we know what we're doing. Right. I want to kind of talk about where does that training come from? Uh, sure. In most situations at other places, you're kind of trained on the job. You're trained out in the field. But here uh, we have a place called the the Corson Training Center. Uh, what is the Corson Training Center? Well, the Corson Training Center is a dedication by Corson as an organization to invest in our individuals, to make sure that our technicians have the skills necessary to do their jobs and do them right every time. And that investment includes not just a building and a great hands-on area, but also some great people. Our trainers are some of the best subject matter experts in the area. Their nice at levels are pretty high. Their years of experience are pretty high. And their ability to teach individuals and give them those skills is also pretty high. Okay. How long has uh, the this training, we're standing in it now, we're sitting, we're, we're sitting in it now. <laughs> uh, how long has this training center been here or been around, I guess? The original concept for the training center goes back uh, almost 15 years. Uh, we have a vice president by the name of Scott Bailey who had the brainstorm, and he took it to Randy Corson that we needed a dedicated training center to make sure that the individuals have the skill sets in the Corson way. And he spent the time and his blood, sweat, and tears to build that training center in 2006. Okay. So. He did a, a great job of starting a foundation uh, that has seen a number of iterations over the year as we continue to expand and we continue to see what other skill sets we can bring in other uh, disciplines that we can bring to our technicians. Uh, so we've, we've expanded on this building a couple of times since 2006. Okay, and inside the training center, uh, we're just kind of sitting in the big, uh, I guess, conference meeting room uh, where a lot of the technicians come in and they're trained. We have, uh, you know, the instructor up front with the PowerPoints and stuff like that. Uh, what else, uh, I guess the secret sauce, uh, <laughs> what else is inside the training center? Well, there are a couple of things that we do here at the training center that really drive home the individual's knowledge, skills, and abilities. Uh, one of the first things that we do is we have Corsing University online. So mm -hmm. individuals are able to take some online courses before they ever set foot in this room. So regardless of where they're at in our footprint across our numerous locations, and even in different states, they access our knowledge base and take those classes before they step in here. And that gives us an advantage because as our students walk into the classroom, they all have a basic knowledge of what they're going to learn. So we can dive a little bit deeper. We can spend some more time hands-on and refining those skills as they are here at the course and uh, training center. Mm -hmm. Then, of course, we do have that instructor-led, as you alluded to, where most people would, they think of the traditional training. Mm -hmm. The instructor standing up in front of the class and talking about codes and talking about why we do the things that we do. 
and how we need to make sure that we are protecting life and property and, and everything that we touch. But then really the differentiator for us is our hands-on areas. Mm-hmm. We spend a lot of time making sure that we have the latest and the greatest set up here. Just in the last three months, we've installed seven new risers back in our sprinkler hands-on area, for example, uh, in addition to the risers that we already had there to make sure that individuals get the opportunity to get their hands dirty, to implement the, the knowledge and skills that they learned in the classroom and in the computer-based training, and practice it. And what's really important about that is we know that people will learn from their failures. Mm-hmm. That's one of the biggest teaching moments that we have in life is failure. Well, we want to have a controlled environment where people don't have a fear of failure, that they know that what they do is in a safe area, and they can take that time then to get to know the equipment, to get to know the, the patterns and things that they need to be successful. And if they fail, great. At least it's here mm-hmm. and it's controlled because in an on-the-job on training scenario, you end up failing at a customer site. And that's something that we don't want. Yep. We want our individuals out there to do everything to the best of their ability and to make our customers know that it's been done right yeah and i've you know we've kind of highlighted uh you know in our blogs uh facebook videos that we do we've highlighted a few times the different parts of the training center and i think uh as we go forward we'd like to do kind of more room tours of the actual hands-on training areas because uh, a lot of it like the fire alarm room i don't think a lot of people have seen and um that alone is quite impressive i mean you have what twenty plus? I mean, fire panels, all different types of fire panels types. that yeah. they would experience uh, out in the field. Right, they have it right here. Uh, yeah, and it's a beautiful combination of the latest and greatest, but also uh, the old and dusty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I say that affectionately because not every customer that we has has that brand new, bright, shiny fire alarm panel on their wall, and our technicians need to know how to deal with all the panels, so they'll. They'll be able to get their hands on those best and brightest, but also those that might need a little bit more tender, loving care. So (laughs) it's nice to have those on the wall as well. And, you know, just as a quick kind of tour, we also have, there's the uh, clean agent fire suppression area with, uh, you have the CO2, the uh, FM... 200. 200. I'm trying to remember my... Energen. Yep, uh, yep. And so they can, you know, test those. Uh, They also, I know Chris, the trainer, Chris White, he does uh, CO2 dumps and just to show, you know, to experience what it's like to, uh, you know, for a CO2 suppression system to, you know. Hopefully people don't have the experience of getting to see one of those dump live. Yes. Um, We certainly don't want that to happen. However, for our technicians and even uh, the other individuals that we might bring into the training center, such as authorities having jurisdictions, your fire marshals, fire inspectors, Mm -hmm. those kinds of folks, uh, to get to see one actually dump is, it's pretty dramatic to say the least. And if they've had an opportunity to view any that you've recorded and and shared on Facebook Live, that, that would be wonderful. Um, but it certainly drives the point home about what clean agent yep. can do. Yep. And then uh, in that same area, we have the, the fire sprinklers, uh, which, like you said, you're constantly updating those. I mean, you have the dry systems and the wet systems and 
you know, free access systems. We also you know, have the risers. We also have a, a smaller foam system that we've installed within the last year, so okay. we can set that off and have a wonderful example of how that foam system interacts in, in blankets of fire. And we will actually uh, be able to shoot that off into a shower that we have in mm-hmm. that location, so it's a nice controlled environment. And again, just like CO2, that can be dramatic as well. And we also have fire pumps. We have horizontal and vertical fire pumps, jockey pumps. And so individuals be able to see those in action, be able to figure out how to perform the ITM, the inspection, testing, and maintenance on those fire pumps and uh, see them in action. Yep. Um, And then let's see what else we have. We have the uh, security room, which is uh, pretty much all the security cameras, the uh, access control systems, the different strike locks. Uh, video systems. Video, yeah. Yes, uh, access control. And uh, we have a number of doors set up in there so we can work through mag locks, access control systems like that. Uh, we also have a dedicated server that is for nothing but those security systems here at the Course and Training Center. Okay. Uh, so that room also doubles not just as a training opportunity but also as a sales demo opportunity, our sales folks are able to get into those systems and be able to do customer demos. So if okay. you if you're looking at a security system mm-hmm. and one of our salespeople is working with you, you'll be able to see our security training room because they'll be able to remotely get in and take a look at uh, all all the video from all the video feeds from that room. Um, but please don't try and arm the room while there's people in there in class because that can be a little distracting. <laughs> Well, I'll have to, yeah, I'll have to remember that if people are watching the next time I'm in that room. <laughs> um, there are a lot of cameras in that room. so yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, and then the room next to that is uh, kitchen suppression. Yes, sir. And our pre-engineered systems and also our, our general products room. Yep, what we refer products. to as general products, which is our fire extinguishers and our emergency lights, exit lights, combo lights. So yeah, I mean it's it's pretty it's pretty impressive. I mean the just the amount of equipment, the amount of I guess products that we have in this training center that you know if a technician ever has a question, they know they can find not only the trainer but the system probably here. Yeah, to- and I, I think that's the key, Aaron. If I can interrupt there for yeah. a second. When it comes to the training center, it's not just the delivery of a training class. Right? Mm-hmm. It is more holistic than that, in that the subject matter experts that we have as trainers here at Corson, uh, I spoke a little bit about their pedigrees. Uh, they are solutions providers for our folks here at Corson. So if a technician has an issue, they're that resource that they can call, and they will go out the branches. They'll work with folks hand-in-hand, Every now and then I'll have a technician just walk into the training center and they had a question about a fire alarm panel. They're knowing that they have to go out and see a customer and they have a certain panel. They'll come over here and make sure that they are up or refreshed on what they need to know before they get out to that customer site. Mm-hmm. So that's it's pretty cool to be yeah. that resource for individuals to, to make sure that they have what they need to be successful when they hit the field. Yeah, I mean, I, I talk with the trainers a lot and, uh, you know, they're they're out in the field a lot. Um, they're not, yeah, it's not, they just don't stay in this building. They're not like professors, you know, it's, they don't have one classroom. They, the, the, our customers are, you know, the other branches, uh, they, they're out there all the time, uh, not only teaching our technicians, but just being on hands-on, uh, 
you know, kind of just being that second eye, you know, of, mm-hmm. you know, the instructor, uh, you know, making sure, you know, and they're learning. I mean, that's the other thing I think is they're constantly learning and upping their knowledge of new codes, new regulations, uh, the new systems and stuff like that. Yeah, that's certainly an expectation upon our trainers. Yeah. One of the the focuses that I have for the trainers is that they own their discipline mm-hmm. and that they are truly subject matter experts. Like, you know, we throw that term SME or SME around a great deal that they are subject matter experts in their field, but these guys truly are. These are individuals that uh, sit on a number of different committees that travel a great deal that will use every resource that is available to them to continue their knowledge and continue moving forward. And that's very important for them because they want to be that solutions provider. They want to be that individual that can be looked to for the right answers. Mm -hmm. And that carries a lot of, a lot of responsibility. Uh, But as they own their disciplines, um, not only are they that resource, but they're also the individual that can work with our branches and our, our different locations uh, to ensure that they have the quality staffed individuals that they need. So it's, it's a, it's a pretty cool Role yeah. to be in. Yeah. Um, how many trainers do we have uh, that work here? We have eight trainer positions eight here. Eight trainers. Trainer. Okay. Yeah. Seven full time and one part time. Okay. And we've talked about the technicians being trained here, and you've mentioned it a little bit, but we also train and teach uh, other, you know, people outside of our organization. Um, did you want to touch on that? Or yeah, certainly. Yeah. That's that's been an initiative that we have had for a number of years, but here in 2019, it's an initiative on steroids. So we want to spend a little bit more time with those AHJs, with those fire marshals and inspectors um, to make sure that we're all on the same page, that uh, there are opportunities for us to share our knowledge with them as much as them sharing their knowledge with us. So we will do, I believe we are at 17 scheduled for this year across our footprint, okay. which is a, a sizable investment on Corson's perspective uh, to bring that knowledge out to the AHAs. Other ways in which we are partnering with industry uh, groups, mm-hmm. um, whether it's insurance, facilities management, to bring them in and share our knowledge on the codes okay. and how we go about things as well. Okay. And HJs is authorities having jurisdiction. Correct. Uh, which is typically your fire marshals, um, your local. Your local inspectors. Inspectors. Okay. And you, you said also insurance. A lot of insurance people come in and. Uh, yeah, for example. Yeah. And facilities managers. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. How long have you been here at the training center? Yes. I've been here at the training center just over a year. I've okay. been with Corson about three years. Yep. And what changes have you, I guess, has have you made to kind of, I guess, improve, grow upon this this great training center? And where do you see where do you want to where do you see it going? Uh, well, there are a number of changes that we've been making over the last year, and as I alluded to earlier, uh, the. Training Center has gone through a couple of different iterations physically, but also in its approach and has been continually evolving, and I'm glad to be a part of that evolution. There are a number of different things that we're looking to improve upon and to evolve here at the Training Center to make the learning experience 
that much stronger for our technicians and for all of Corson. One of the big things that we've done over the last couple of years is to institute Corson University Online. It is a learning management system that allows us to not only track the training that takes place here at Corson, but to ascribe or to uh, mandate some different training that we feel is important across uh, mm -hmm. all of our individuals. And it also is a just-in-time training resource. So individuals that might have a question about a particular panel or uh, a particular way of doing things, one of our, our policies or processes can access Corson University online and get that information when they need it. To that end, we have created about 70 specific Corson computer-based training offerings that we've put into Corson University Online. Okay. And we have partnered with a vendor to bring us some of that boilerplate stuff, your soft skills stuff, whether it's project management or mm -hmm. ITIS solutions and those types of things. Uh, we have at our fingertips about 10,000 courses in the system. So yeah. we're very thrilled about that. Uh, some of the other things that we're doing in our evolution is to build upon that reputation that we have for great technician training. We certainly have subject matter experts that are trainers that are teaching our technicians the skills that they need. But we want to evolve Corson proper as a learning culture. Mm -hmm. We want to continue to push that forward. So we're hoping to be the training solution, whether it's an ISIT rollout, whether it's sales training or admin training or the other roles that we have here at Corson beyond the technician. Okay. We know that we do technician training well. Can we do it better? Of course, we. everybody can do it their jobs better, but to not only build upon that, but to build upon the other disciplines within Corson to help us as a whole mm -hmm. get where we need to be. Okay. Let's, let's, Go with the technician. If I came sure. in, um, you know, I joined Corson as a, uh, a fire sprinkler inspections technician. Um, how, what is the process, I guess, the onboarding? Do a, is a technician, do they come here and uh, take some classes and kind of uh, become knowledgeable or how, what's the, I well, mean, the first thing that happens is in our onboarding process, mm -hmm. of course, there's always that new hire class and making sure that they have the, the knowledge about what we do. Mm -hmm. And that's a, a very important piece for us to not only cover the policies and processes, uh, just like any organization would, would do, but we also use that opportunity to really underscore why we do what we do. And that is to protect property and life. Mm -hmm. And once we understand that with the onboarding process, that, that takes us to the technical skill set. They'll spend some time in their branch getting to know the culture of their branch, their locations, and spend some time with a seasoned technician so they know what's expected of them. Mm -hmm. They know what the job entails. And once they get that framework and take some computer-based training so they understand uh, some of the basic knowledge that it takes for their discipline, then they would come here. Okay. That investment's made in, in getting them to travel here if they're not from this Indianapolis region mm -hmm. and bring them here to the training center. And we would spend some time in that traditional classroom setup, getting mm -hmm. to know the codes, getting to know the inner workings of their discipline, and then we'll get their hands dirty. Then we'll be able to spend some time in those hands-on areas. And it's really experiential learning at that point. We want individuals to learn by doing, mm -hmm. not just looking at that textbook. And 
the discipline classes are split out. And what I mean by that is their first visit here to the training center will be a fundamentals class, whether that's sprinkler fundamentals or fire alarm fundamentals. And then they'll go back and mm-hmm. they'll use those skills on the job, again, under the tutelage of a more seasoned individual yep. and become an individual that has great output, <laughs> has dedication to what they're doing, and has some fundamental knowledge of what they're doing. And they're going to learn on the job. And then we're going to bring them back again, and we're going to have an advanced class, whether that's a troubleshooting class in fire alarm, for example, or uh, then we'll move on to a programming class in fire alarm, Mm -hmm. or in the sprinkler side, once they've been here for a while and they've gone through the fundamentals and they've gone through the advanced, then we will bring them back for, say, fire pumps or a number of Mm -hmm. other different things that they might be able to learn in their discipline. So it's a continual building of their skill set. Yeah. to ensure well, that they continue to move forward. We see this as an investment into our workers, oh, into our, you know, our technicians. And, you know, someone who just joined as a fire sprinkler technician, they might find out, you know, they don't like fire sprinklers. You know, maybe they don't like the industry at a whole, or maybe they want to move over to fire alarms or, you know, uh, another security. Yeah. Security. So, I mean, I can see, I, I like, the idea of doing it in steps and processes and kind of stretching it out a little bit because yeah, you don't want to invest all this time and, you know, money into a, someone who finds out a week later, like, yeah, I just, I don't, I don't like this. Well, that investment piece is certainly part of the equation, but it also comes down to cognitive overload. If we were to sit you in the classroom and teach you everything that you needed to know about a sprinkler system in uh, just straight back-to-back-to-back classroom, um, you're going to mentally check out. And we need those breaks. We need the opportunity for you to take that skill set, get it out to the field, utilize it, become a master of it, to be proficient in it, Mm -hmm. and not, not just to understand it, but also to be efficient and proficient at it, and then come back and then we'll build upon that. Okay. Right. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that we do once we, we've talked about getting the fundamentals in place and maybe some troubleshooting or some advanced training is we do invest as well from a vendor perspective. And that we will bring vendors in, whether it's a, a certain vendor that we have on the fire alarm side, for example, and we need to talk about programming and to get that technician licensed. The training center is instrumental in helping bring in those vendor classes, and we will actually host them here at the training center and bring the knowledge and the licensing opportunities to our technicians that they need. Okay. Um, you, mentioning vendors, uh, when when we bring in new equipment or a new vendor comes in sure. or, or we have our vendors that we do a lot of business with, if our trainers kind of have uh, ideas or tweaks or up things that could this be done, you know, do they communicate with the vendors and kind of give their feedback about their... Yeah, more so with some vendors than others. Yeah. yeah. Sure. It depends on the particular vendors and whether they're open to that. But our trainers are certainly used as validators and test case individuals mm-hmm. for a number of different vendors. Uh, when we take a look at some of the latest roll, rollouts of uh, different vendor equipment that we've had, uh, our trainers are our front front line in helping them make the best out of their product and to have a a best end user experience Mm -hmm. yeah i know uh we just did an unboxing of the uh, dmp uh the doorbell camera 
you know, which is similar to Ring and all the others. But yeah, I mean, it was it was a it's a it was a rollout. It was a kind of a, a limited introduction, and now they've you know kind of finally gone to market. Um, I saw it in the magazine the other day. They had advertising it um, to consumers or whatever. Yeah, DMP is a wonderful vendor relationship that we have, and as a matter of fact, they have certified our security trainer as a DMP certified factory trainer. So he's able to teach from their curriculum Mm -hmm. and give their certification out here at Corson for our individuals. So that's very important for us. Yeah. A seasoned sprinkler guy or uh, security guy, um, ongoing kind of, I guess, continuing education uh, courses or uh, what opportunities does the training center kind of offer? Well, of course, we talked about bringing the vendors in to help with that. But also, there are some things that we're doing here with initiatives coming out of the training center to keep them on the forefront. Uh, As we take a look at code changes, our trainers are looking at the crosswalk, finding out what differences there are between different codes and being able to put out that information. Uh, Additionally, we have just started doing what we call tech talks. Individuals that might be listening to us today are certainly aware of what you folks over on our marketing side are doing with Facebook Live and the other videos mm-hmm. that you share, whether it's the training center or, or other pieces of Corson or even our customer sites that sometimes that you, uh, that you publish from. Well, we're doing that same thing now, but we're doing it internally. Each one of the trainers in each of our disciplines is putting out a tech talk, you know, those short four or five minute videos mm-hmm. and getting it out to the individuals that have been trained in their disciplines. So our technicians can see what are some of the things that we need to stay aware of? What are some of the, the hints, tips and tricks, if you will, of our industry and specifically in their discipline? So it's a, another way to keep things fresh and to build a library mm-hmm. of resources of those types of things uh, as we move forward. Okay. Do you see that kind of uh, growing and expanding? It, it almost sounds like a, a industry journal, you know, I mean, uh, something that you'd go to for the latest and the greatest or updates or to codes and stuff like that. Um, yeah. And that's part of that vision is to uh, continually make these, let them evolve in, in what their purpose is, but to have that library. Mm-hmm. So the resources are there as we need them. Okay. Cool. All right. So not only at this training center, not only do you have, uh, you know, unbelievable trainers uh, at this place, uh, it's you have a lot of staff that kind of, uh, you know, makes it happen, uh, that kind of, you know, connects everything and makes it even makes this place even greater. Uh, You want to talk about them? Yeah, I would love to talk about that because as we mentioned earlier, there's a big investment by Corson into this train center and the subject matter experts being our trainers that are the resource for the individuals uh, to have the knowledge, skills, and ability to do their jobs here at Corson. Uh, but it's more than just the trainers. Uh, that investment is also in a support staff here at the train center that helps design curriculum that are working on designing and publishing the computer-based training that is working on our instructor-led training to make sure that our trainers are the best that they can be, that the information that we are giving out is not just accurate, but phrased in a way, packaged in a way that is 
the easiest for the individual to learn. When we take a look at creating our training classes to be more learner-centric, that we are focusing on the outcomes of our training, we're going to have better training. We're going to be more successful in our training. So how we measure that, not just by the class surveys, but rather a pre- and post-test or looking at what skills that they learn in the classroom are actually being transferred out into the field and used out in the field it is very important to us to ensure that we are focusing on the right objectives, focusing on the right knowledge, skills, and abilities, and making sure that we're making a difference for Corson and that ultimately that investment that Corson makes is getting a return. And that is driven by making sure that the individuals have the skills to be the, the individual that takes care of our customers. Mm-hmm. both the soft skills and the technical skills. Yeah, um, you know, you have subject matter experts and, you know, their knowledge is only so good as what can be absorbed by the student itself. Right. And I think the rest of the staff kind of creates that that perfect uh, medium, uh, that perfect channels to deliver their informa- their knowledge to the students, to the technicians, to the staff, or to the uh, you know other employees and stuff like that. Um, yeah. our, our trainers do a great job of understanding individuals' learning styles mm-hmm. and speaking to those. But it's all the support pieces that go into it, whether it's the presentation, the videos, the hands-on modeling. Uh, it's a team effort, for sure, to make sure that that training opportunity is best utilized. Yeah, and I I know since you've, at the beginning of this year, uh, a lot of the trainers have been um, updating their their presentations, their uh, PowerPoints and other things, and with a huge help from you know, the staff and, you know, the designers and things like that. Yeah. And again, that emphasis on learner-centric. Mm-hmm. We want to make sure that in everything that we do, we have that student in mind to make sure that we best fit their needs and what their skill sets need to be in order to be successful out in the field and make the best opportunity and success for our customers. And, you know, it is called a course in university, the online learning and the, I guess, learning in here too. In here, yes. Yeah. Uh, And very much it is like a university. I mean, uh, you know, you need the staff. There's classes going on almost every week uh you know you you need people to schedule it you need people to you know handle the you know the registrations and i mean it's it's you're running a school (laughs) you're running a university here yeah there's many moving parts to make it happen that's for sure and And a lot of key personnel yep and yeah they're all i mean very important you know if it's 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 making that that strong links uh, in the chain, you know, if, if you have one weak link, you know, it's, it's not as good of an experience of uh, output, but yeah, I think what you're doing here and what, you know, your staff and the trainers and everything, I think it's, it's, this place has always been great and it's getting better, you know. Like I said, we're hoping to continue that evolution. Yep. It's, it's exciting times. Yes, it is. All right. I've been very excited about what we've been able to do over the last 15 years with the train center, specifically for me for the last year. And I'm very excited about what the next three and five years are going to hold for us because we're going to continue to evolve and make it the best that it can be. All right. 
The sign on the training center building, it says the Corson Training Center and Museum. And Museum, sure. What is the, the Corson Museum? Probably the best kept secret in Indianapolis, I think yeah. is how I would describe <laughs> it. Um, you know, when I tour folks through the training center and we get to the museum, it's a special time for me because whether that group I'm working with is a group of our new hires or a group of technicians or folks from outside of Corson, either customers or industry specialists, when we get to that room, it's pretty cool because I talk about how we can work anywhere, but we choose to work for Corson. And part of the reason I choose to work for Corson is the mission, and that is saving lives and protecting Mm -hmm. property. And when we walk into the Corson Museum to understand that it's Randy Corson's private collection of fire memorabilia and apparatus, Mm -hmm. um, it drives the point home to me that the family that I work for, Corson being a family-owned for all these years um, organization, that it's it's kind of awe-inspiring, actually. And... When you take a look at the collection of brass fire extinguishers, of pull stations, of glass fire grenades, um, or the, the room full of apparatus, is it's breathtaking. And to understand that it's his collection that he has dedicated his life to build. Um, there's nothing on there on loan from other people. It's not a, a collection of other people's collections. Um, but rather his dedication to this industry, it, it reminds us of what we do and why we do it. Yeah, I mean, you can see his passion mm-hmm. for, you know, saving lives for this this industry. Right. And, yeah, it's, it, it, I, I mean, I've, you know, I go back there quite often, but every time I still love to go back there. I mean, it's just, I could, you know, it's just, it's, <laughs> You find something new. Um, there's so much stuff back there. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you could spend a, a whole day just, you know, looking at the stuff. From, and from the uh, American LaFrance steamers that he has back there to the 1917 Aaron's Fox that he has, the, the apparatus back there is uh, a step back in time to yeah. see how things used to be done, uh, to see the evolution of fire protection throughout the years it's it's phenomenal yeah and i i tell everybody we've said it before you know uh if you're in the indianapolis area and want to come see it um you know give the training center a call and you know uh most parts you can it's a bit it's open to the public and uh it is open to public but i do ask by appointment yes yes (laughs) because sometimes yeah some things are going on and yeah we can't but yeah we yeah we Randy, you know, we wanted to show off the collection. And uh, the the special treat is if you're ever here and Randy uh, Corson is in the training, in the museum, uh, you know, ask him questions, listen to him talk about the stuff because, you know, he knows, uh, he can tell you the stories, the history, uh, more than just the placards can. And Oh, yeah. absolutely. That history certainly lives with him. And for him to be able to share with you the stories of of how he was able to obtain the piece or the history of that piece. Uh, And it's 
it's wonderful when you do have that lucky happenstance to catch him in a museum. And it happens more often than people might think uh, because he is active in that collection. And it is very apparent that it is a passion for him. And uh, sometimes I'll step back there and not even realize that anybody's around and he'll be around the corner uh, working on a piece or making sure that the museum is just the way he wants it to be. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a pretty cool thing. All right. The, you know, this, this center is, uh, it's impressive. It kind of shows our passion. It shows our dedication to, you know, just learning to knowledge, to expertise, uh, that, you know, our, from our training, you know, our training instructors to our technicians, uh, you know, this, this place is important. Um, you know, to everybody at Corson. And uh, I thank you for, you know, joining me today and just talking more about it. Certainly. Uh, I couldn't agree more, Aaron. And thank you so much for the opportunity to talk about what we do here at the Train Center. I'm pretty proud of not just Corson and not just this Train Center, but the people that make this happen every day. All right. Uh, Thanks for joining me today. And uh, if you have more questions about the Corson Training Center, or the Corson Museum, you can contact us online at Corson.com. Um, and our Corson Training Center staff will be happy to answer your questions. Uh, you can also give us a call um, at, at our numbers on the website. Uh, thanks again, Tyler. It's been great. Thank you, Eric. Appreciate it. All right. Bye, everybody. If you liked today's episode, we encourage you to subscribe to the podcast and rate us on iTunes. You can also find our podcast on Spotify, Pocket Cast, Google Podcast, and other popular podcast players. Search for Corson Fire and Security Chat to find it. Thanks once again for listening, and I will see you next week for our next episode of the Corson Fire and Security Chat podcast. Have a great day, everybody. Bye. The information in this podcast is for informational purposes only. It is believed to be reliable, but Corson Fire and Security assumes no responsibility or liability for any errors or omissions in the content of this podcast. It does not constitute professional advice. The listener of this podcast is responsible for verifying the information's accuracy from all available sources, including the product manufacturer. The authority of having jurisdiction should be contacted for code interpretations.